Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you found us, and of course... Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. How are you doing? Yes, hello, Twitch Room. It's Tuesday night. The boys are back. The BDE are here. Yeah. And we're here to talk about some NXT because who else would be your NXT friends? Friends! Yes, hey. we are your NXT friends. And hey, Brayden. Yeah. Fuck you. Why? It's being Tony D'Angelo. No, Santos, wasn't it? Oh. Hey, Brayden. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a segment on the show today. Yeah, can't wait to get into it. Yeah, uh, but actually, we're just not going to talk about NXT and we're just going to talk about how. The Leafs won. They won. Yeah. Welcome to our Leafs post show. Yeah. Here on. We did not watch the game because no. we were watching 2.0, but. We watched the first five minutes we of the game. the first five minutes, which wasn't great. Which was Tampa scoring twice in five yeah. minutes. And then we decided to put NXT on. I don't know what was worse at the time, but then we tune into the last 10 seconds of the game. Yeah, it seemed like an exciting game. Wow. Like 4 3 at the end there. So, so happy I watched NXT. We're ahead 3 2, but we're going away. Yeah. Um, yeah, exciting stuff. We haven't done too well away uh, to Tampa so far. No, I mean, I know you're new to Toronto in the past. You've moved here in the past five years or so, but uh, things never go mm. the Leafs way. So don't get, I don't get, get my hopes up, but why not? Let's get excited. Let's get our hopes up. We it's did win happen. a game. It's yeah. coming home. It's, gonna, it's coming home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To Canada. Yes. The rightful home of hockey. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the Leafs. Uh, they got to do one more, and then they advance. One more. They're, yeah, they're ahead 3-2 yeah. so far. Austin 3-16. And the next one's on Thursday? Is it? I think so. Nice. I'm okay. working it. 
Oh, that's going to be busy. Yeah, be yeah. busy. Good, good. We can. Uh, we live downtown Toronto. We can see outside of our window right now, and uh, the Leafs game is just emptying out. And there is lots of cars, mm. lots of people. I, they call it Jurassic Park when the the Raps play. What do they call that area when the Leafs? Maple Leaf Square is it? That's what it's that? called. Yeah, that's what it's actually called. But yeah, Maple Leaf Square. Yeah, true. The forest. I don't know. <laughs> the forest. The Maple leaves. Leafs. Yeah. Leafs. The leaf. The yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks looks like it was a fun time. So go Leafs, go! Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the welcome to our sports podcast. Yeah, a uh, little bit of housekeeping to start with. We will not be going live tomorrow night with uh, AW Dynamite. Um, we're going to be doing show on Thursday. Yes, instead. I think we said two p.m. Two p.m. Thursday. Yeah, we're going to do a quick little show uh, on two p.m. during the day on Thursday for BD Elite. So yeah, we'll go live on Twitch Thursday at two, and then we'll. Uh, We'll put the show up right after that on yeah. this free feed. Because tomorrow we're going to be playing this all day. Oh, WWE 2K22. Yeah. Damn. Got it. Uh-oh. You said we had people over tomorrow, so I ordered it today, and God bless Jeff Bezos. It arrived today as well. I mean, that's a good dude, yeah. that Jeff. <laughs> he gets us our games in time. Yeah. I heard you can download 2K19 stuff now onto this game. What do you mean? Like, like uh, 2K19... Sorry, what was the last game we played? Not the we had nineteen. Nineteen. They yeah. took a break from twenty-one. Yeah, right? yeah. I heard that they are letting you download the creations, the community creations okay. for the new game. That means you can download the BDE Claude Out oh, okay. venue that B Detroit made us. I mean, I think he should just make us a pimped up. Yeah, he's probably two K twenty-two one. He's a busy guy, but I'm sure he's cooking up something. Shout out B Detroit. We'll be seeing him uh, in in June for Dynamite mm. uh, in in Detroit. But yeah, wow, two K twenty-two. All right, we're gonna have to start giving some reviews in the next. Yeah. Let us know what characters should we be downloading. Maybe fire up the Twitch again. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, who should we play as first? Who- who are we going to That's be always a big thing game? every year. Remember you get the game every yeah, year? Okay, who's new? And, uh, yeah. I don't even know who's in the game, who's not in the company. I uh, think all the people I want to play is probably not in it anymore. Yeah, we usually download a lot of created guys. So mm. I'm, I'm always just blown away by what some people create on those community things. So I'm excited. All yeah. right, sweet. Let's do it. Should we yeah, come? we'll definitely uh, follow the socials because we might uh, randomly Twitch stream and and stuff like that. You, you've been back, but we haven't played any of the new uh, Mario Kart levels I know. as well. I was so talking to someone about it the other day. Yeah, I yeah. was like, oh, I, I need to, need to play this. Yeah. But no, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited. We can play as uh, Rey Mysterio 1, Rey Mysterio 2. There's like six different Rays. I, like, I was looking at it, and yeah. there's all these other ones. It's like, I don't want to pay like another $50 to get the NWO. It's like, just, just put... I, that's what I don't like about games these yeah. days. I remember like getting like WWF Warzone or Attitude and you'd have to win characters. You know, you'd have to like complete yeah. the Royal Rumble from number one as Mankind to unlock Cactus Jack or something like that. I don't like this all oh just pay another fifty bucks and we'll give you Goldberg. Yeah, it definitely shit. feels I'm like because feel I then I'd go like, eh, I mean I don't really want the, the NWO that much. No. It'd be nice to have him in there, but I don't care. Yeah. And then it's when you start trying to create wrestlers and it's like, oh, you can't download this created wrestler because you don't have... The leg drop. Yeah. <laughs> leg have, drop three. You don't have Kevin Nash uh, in his second attire. It's like that stuff annoys me. Yeah. But just want right. to play a game and win well, things. Yeah, I'm excited. Maybe we'll play uh, 
shortly, and then we'll uh, we'll Twitch stream some mm. some games and stuff because we had a blast during the pandemic with two K nineteen. Pandemic was great. <laughs> we had a blast. We had a great pandemic. It was great <laughs> playing video games inside. Uh, but yeah. Wow, I'm excited to play that. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, what else? What else we got? Uh, housekeeping. We got. We've uh, got a few Patreon shows coming up this week. Yeah, I mean, now's a great time. The month is still the first week of the month, which means five bucks goes a long way. North American tier, you get access to all the past podcasts on that Patreon, including all the best matches ever, all the retro pay per view reviews, all the retro NXT reviews. But you also get stuff that's coming out this month, including last week in honor of the Owen Hart Foundation tournament and. What would have been Owen's 57th birthday last Saturday? We, des- we did a best match ever, Owen Hart, and that was awesome. I think we, me and you had a great time looking back at, of course, all the ones everyone expected us to talk about, the Bret Hart rivalry mm. and all that stuff, but some, some hidden gems in there. Pegasus oh, yeah. Kid, Liger, Bulldog, Bulldog, which was awesome, mm. Shawn Michaels, yeah, uh, hot take. Owen has had a better match with Shawn than Bret has had a match with Shawn. I don't, I don't disagree with yeah. you there. Listen to that show because yeah. that, that was an awesome show. Uh, of course, we got Was Next. We got some retro NXT coming out this week. Well, I didn't give an update. If you listen to that show, I talked about Mother's Day was this past week. I got my mom uh, on, on one of those shows. Oh. We talked about how I ordered – shout out Amazon. Shout yeah. out Jeff Bezos. <laughs> the Elvis Squirrel. Yes. Big hit. Big hit. Mom was a big fan of the Elvis Squirrel uh, – what do you even call that? Uh, like a ornament? Like garden ornament? Yeah, garden. Not a gnome, but like a squirrel that was dressed as Elvis. It was a big hit. Uh, Yeah, all the other shows that we have out there on the podcast. This Friday is a Friday the 13th, which means we're going to be chatting all about Friday the 13th, part two. Yeah, we've decided to get the series back on track. We we did a Friday 13th many moons ago. We looked at the first film. We've then hopped around. We've... We've taken Jason to space. Oh, boy. We've, we've taken Jason to Elm Street. That one's great. Yeah. And uh, we thought it's time to go kind of back into timeline order. Yeah. We're talking about part two. Really, Jason's first film. Really. Yeah, Jason wearing a bag on his head. Yeah. <laughs> Can't <It's> wait. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, Can't wait. We both just uh, saw Doctor Strange recently. This is true. Some kind of Jason... Moments in that film as well. A lot of like horror uh, inspiration there. Lots of horror. I thought that was one of the goriest, most brutal Marvel movies or comic book movies, really, because there's lots of violence in it. And de- I'm not giving anything away, but it gets pretty gory. Sam Raimi, Evil yep. Dead. We've chatted about Evil Dead on the Patreon many, many months ago, many years ago. So, yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. It Me was too. cool. It was a good movie to watch in 3D. It's like that's what these are made for. I don't want to watch, you know, I, I need to see the crazy graphics. It's not always up my alley. CGI stuff is not usually my thing, but just almost yeah, two I, hours straight of fun I think ride. after seeing that first Doctor Strange film and seeing how visually impressive it was, yeah. and then all the stuff they did in uh, no, Way Home. no Way Home as well, I it was one of the rare times where I was like, actually, I want to see this in 3D. Whereas often if I go see a th- film in 3D, it just it's because the time suits me better or right. something like that. And I'd rather just see it in 2D. But this was definitely one I wanted to see in 3D. And I, uh, yeah, loved it. Yeah, I had some cool Easter eggs and, and stuff like that. Um, I, it wasn't one of my favorite ones, but I still really enjoyed it. What I liked about it is it felt a bit of a different formula. 
for me to the normal Marvel films. Like, I enjoy all the Marvel films. Mm -hmm. I've never come out of one being like, well, that was shit. Like, I've always enjoyed them. Some I like more than others. But I felt it just felt like a little different than normal, which I appreciated. Yeah, no, it had some cool stuff in it. Uh, And the Avatar trailer. Trailer, Like, I could give two shits about Avatar, but then I watched the trailer in 3D, and I was like, wow, that animation looks, like... Stunning. Like, more incredible than anything I've ever seen. So, I... I mean, I probably still won't give a shit about Avatar, but I might have to check it out in the 3D thing because it looks just so crazy. I can't even remember what that movie is about. It's like Pocahontas. Pocahontas with blue aliens, yeah. essentially. What's the other one? Fern Gully? Did you ever see that? No. It's Fern Gully. Oh. Um, but yeah, yeah, if you want to hear more about um, the uh, Doctor Strange, I know uh, our very own John Ceno, Mr. Shot in the Dark, joined Waiting and WH Park. Uh, yesterday to talk all about it on MCU later. So check that out if you're a, a post patron as well. Yeah, go check that out because he nerds out all over the Doctor Strange. But I, I really enjoyed it, 100. It was a fun movie. I didn't have it, it lacked Spider-Man though. They 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 kind of uh, catfished me a little bit. So okay, I I believe this was meant to come out before No Way Home, mm. which makes a lot more sense. This okay. this is like this was meant to come out right after Wonder Vision, I believe. Right, and he was meant to sh- like Benedict Cumberbatch was meant to shoot stuff for that finale of Wonder Vision. Okay, think. but then the pandemic screwed it up a bit, and that's why the finale of Wonder Vision feels quite rushed. Right, and that's why, yeah, I I figured this film would be a lot more linked to Spider Man. Yeah, there's just like one scene which I imagine they shot like way after, where they kind of just mention him briefly. Yeah, and that's where it was kind of Back to the Future-esque, where it's like they're saying things that may or may not really make sense mm. or be canon with it, but they're just mentioning it. So, yeah, it was a little – I was like, okay, there were certain things in the trailer, you know, months and months ago that I watched that kind of leads you to believe it's a different movie. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I thought it was going to be a completely different story to what Cause, it was. Because I did not like WandaVision. I was so bored. I, I finished it, but that put a definite sour taste on my... I haven't watched really any of the other Marvel mm. stuff. I've really enjoyed the Star Wars Disney Plus stuff, and I'm super hyped for Obi-Wan. We mm. will be doing a recap show when that finishes and wraps, uh, but that hasn't even come out yet. So that will be something. For, for people wondering, mm. hey, where's the Star Wars stuff? That will come back. But WandaVision didn't really didn't really move a needle for me, and this movie does tie into that quite often. So when I realized that, like, you know, a few minutes into the movie, I was like, okay, but I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I really, actually, WandaVision was one of my favorites. Yeah. No, the, hey, a lot of people of loved it, yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it made you realize with this new film, you got to watch these shows. Right. Because I think if you had gone into this film having not seen WandaVision, there's a lot of stuff you... You don't know a lot of like backstory. You don't really understand going into it. Yeah. So it, it's definitely made these TV shows kind of essential if you want to see these movies now. And I mean, everyone's you know the trailers and everything alluding to like what some sort of X Men kind of mm. crossover. I mean, if you have Wanda, if you got Professor X and stuff like that, there's definitely ways that you can bring in X Men. And I'm I'm wondering what happens with the X Men. There hasn't really they, the movies. The last few movies have flopped, so I'm wondering. Do they reboot the X-Men in some sort of new crazy way? Or do they say, hey, Hugh Jackman, here's $300 million and 300 <laughs> alpacas for you to come back as Wolverine because we we don't know what to fucking do. So, uh, but I'm interested. I, I'd be, as much, it would be cool to see Hugh Jackman in these films. But also yeah. part of me is like, just 
restart it. Yeah. Reboot it all. Yeah. You can always do your multiverses where we can see other versions if you want down the line. But I don't know. I feel I feel it should get a hard reset because that timeline is messy. It's so messy. It was way messy before all these multiverse yeah. things. I will say, out of all the multiverse stuff, I did watch that movie, Everything... Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. Everything, all this time, at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. That movie is fucking amazing. I highly recommend watching this movie. Also, highly recommend watching it in theaters as well. Because the visuals and effects were just outstanding. And I think that was probably my favorite movie, full stop. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets nominations next year okay. in some way, shape, or form. Uh, just because I, I, I walked out of the movie theater and I was like, can I watch it again? They right. should have that option where you you get you leave the movie and go okay like pull when it back. You go to a theme park when it's run it back. Quiet. Yeah, yeah. No, like, one's, oh, just no one's in line. Just run it back. I want to watch it again because that's how I felt about that movie. So and that's very. That's, I'd never feel that way out of a movie because now I feel like there's different things you would miss and mm. stuff like that. But uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it as well, and I just I thought that was uh, outstanding. So I highly recommend checking that movie out. Uh, I'm trying to think of other stuff revolving around uh, wrestling news that we. Uh, talk about normally but so backlash yeah we did yeah we did i had um i had some uh dental surgery this this week i'm still kind of i can't believe i think it's that red bull you got me i'm, oh. f- I'm feeling a lot more alive okay <laughs> Not, yeah because i was down i was like injured earlier yeah. like i was down the past few days but we watched backlash and i watched raw this week that's how you know i'm yeah. on the couch <laughs> but you know what i didn't mind both shows uh there's I, a lot of stuff i still fucking shake my head at and snicker know, at but i really enjoyed backlash yeah i thought like it was like just it was just wrestling all the matches got time there wasn't any like really backstage bullshit it was mm-hmm. just some good matches and i i would argue some of them are might be better than their WrestleMania counterparts, Ronda versus Charlotte, especially. I thought that was an excellent like, yeah. quick match. Yeah, yeah. I really loved that, and I didn't like the first one at all. Cody versus Seth. I think you could argue that was a better match. I think Edge and AJ had a better match than at Mania. And you know what? Even Omos and Lashley had a better match than Mania. Hmm. Uh, I didn't mind Backlash at all. I thought it was pretty good. And you know what? Raw. The best way to watch it, just have it on in the background. Have your mates over, yeah. have a little chat, make some dinner, check out Raw. It's not bad that way. Sitting down to watch it intently for three hours, no. Yeah, there's stuff you can check out of for sure, including that Lacey Evans garbage they've been airing. I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah. That was like, <laughs> that is almost like insulting to it. Didn't, didn't like, you know, do that to me. I just, I could see someone watching that being like, hey, that's offensive. Like, you're, you're, you're using whatever she's using and saying and all this stuff as a like. It's just done in such ploy. an insincere way. Exactly. If it was done as like a Michael Cole sit down interview, mm-hmm. like let's get to know the real Lacey Evans. Sure. I think it would work, but it's this straight to cat like camera with the U.S. flag behind her, and like it almost looks like are they present going to present her as a heel? Yeah. Which is just bizarre. Still weird, yeah. Bizarre. And it just feels very, I don't know, like whenever I watch X Factor or American Idol or Britain's Got Talent or any of them, it's like... My mum died. Oh, my mum died and I lost my brother. He fell down a well and therefore I'm going to sing Alicia Keys. (laughs) And then... I just want to make everyone proud. 
Yeah. And you're like, okay, and then everyone cries, and you're like, yeah, I mean, it's good TV. You got me. But Yeah, it didn't feel like... It, it just feels like that kind of thing where yeah. it's really, like... Forced. Forced, emotional. Yeah. Like... I hope they and change there, that. I think there is a way to make it work. Like, as I said, in a different context to get this... She's got an amazing story, hmm. um, which, which should be told. Like, way more interesting than being this formal, like... What was she? Like, Southern, but I, like, I miss the Southern, Southern Bell, Bell or whatever. You're nasty. But it's just done so in such a tacky way. Yeah, it's, it was terrible. I didn't understand what I was watching. Uh, I'm trying so to... is the next video going to be about uh, how Ric Flair got her pregnant and then just left her? Is that what the next video is going to be about? She had to raise... <laughs> was that the storyline before... Oh, I mean, they were, they were a thing on TV and then she left because she was pregnant. Oh. And then we never saw Rick again either. Oh boy. Yeah, that's, that's odd. Yeah, uh, I didn't mind that. I, I mean, I did mind that. I didn't like that at all. Uh, I, I'm not sure about the Edge stuff. Yeah, it's The weird. Edge AJ match at Mania was a fine match. The match at Backlash was a fine match, but I, I, I was expecting more. Years as a fan being like, oh, imagine if these two ever fought. Didn't quite live up to that, I think. I, I get what they're doing with Edge and now Rhea Ripley. I mean, me and you were like, oh, it's got to be Rhea who joins mm. them. It would definitely change things up. I still think they're going to add someone to the group. Champa would be a great addition because I watched him on Raw and they're treating him, him like he's not there. not even there and he won a match. Yeah. And they, they cut away right away to get to the angle with the Miz. I just was so confused. It was really weird in that match because he did two of his, like, Spots he did the like patting himself on the back thing, yeah, which they cut away to picture in picture, and then uh, he did his wave to Ali, yeah, like his creepy wave, and they cut to the Miz, yeah, it's like, strange, yeah, it's, it's very odd. And I, I that would be great putting Champa with them with the the judgment, the day. judgment day, yeah, strange name, but hey, it's all right. I, I just like how uh, Damien Priest is like, all rise, and everybody stood up. <laughs> <laughs> what about the haircut? Yeah, I mean, he's an older guy now. You can't be rocking the long yeah, mane. Yeah, he should. We, he has never wrestled in long, in short hair. He though. hasn't. No. So it's money train hair. No money plane. Money plane. Not money train. Yeah. Money plane hair. If remember that movie? Yeah. I never watched it. You, you, <laughs> who did you do that with? That I think show? I made Sino watch okay. it. Okay. Sino <laughs> and me did money money plane with Frasier and Edge. I remember. I was like, oh, I'm too busy. I can't do this one. And then. You were like, why am I watching this film? And I was like, I'm so glad I'm not. I, I remember. It's like it's like an hour long. It was like a straight to digital something. It was so bad. Is that but, on the Patreon somewhere? Or free feed? I don't know. I don't remember. Check but, it out, guys. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> Money. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot going on. And WWE seems like they're trying to turn a corner. But every time I watch it, it's like they've changed. Not that I'm a fan of Austin Theory really anyways. But they change his name to Theory. Mm. They change everyone's names to just one names like everyone's madonna everyone's mm. rihanna it's just one name and i think it's kind of silly yeah because when you watch tv shows or movies it's not like that mm. people have actual fucking names so it's just it's just weird mm. i don't I, I can't get behind especially when the guy still has you know the the logo with the at but his name is just i mean theory. you could say that's for atlanta atlanta all, yeah all his things are like the atl and all that sort of stuff yeah he's got a weird like but. Lil john theme thing going on yeah I don't, I don't know there's some stuff that i was like hey maybe cody rhodes cody rhodes is something i'm like hey like how you presented yourself in AEW is pretty much how you're presenting yourself here maybe with some tweaks because you realized 
having an open mic sometimes mm. you, you said some stupid shit and people booed you. Maybe now you're fixing those kinks and stuff, but it all seems good. And the Stone Cold podcast uh, I checked out as well this week yeah. with Cody, and I thought that was pretty sweet too. He had a lot of – Cody always sounds Cody, so you don't know if he's sounding sincere or insincere, but I thought he did. politician, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does sound like that. But I, I, a lot of the stuff he said interested what me. What I, I liked, liked about that Austin interview was seeing Cody – I think all the time over the last few years we've seen Cody presented, it's he's been like the the big dog. I don't want to use that term, yeah. but like you know, like in the Indies, he was Cody from WWE, Dusty Rhodes kid, taking over the Indies and had that like aura about him. And same in AW as an EVP, he's one of the he's in management there when he's talking. Having him in a setting where he's looking up to someone like an Austin. It made him come across quite differently, mm-hmm. I thought. I thought he seemed a lot younger when he was talking because he had that almost fanboy in him that he's talking to Stone Cold Steve Austin, which I thought got a few like different things out of him than when we see him in that kind of politician-esque yeah. speech he does. Yeah, maybe uh, you're right. So I, I really liked it. I, I'm, I think Austin's a great interview. I, I tend to enjoy... All of those ones he's done. I can't believe Austin said the best Zelda game was Breath of the Wild. Have you played it? No, actually. I've but heard it's very good. I heard yeah. it's good, but Ocarina, yeah. like, yeah. it's just so good. I, I guess I have to. Mm. I guess I can. I guess I have to. Uh, yeah, I thought that interview was pretty sweet. Um, yeah. What else is it? Anything else? I saw Kota Ibushi going off. I don't know yeah, what was going on. I don't on. think I know the ins and outs of this. Yeah, we got to get uh, Bodhi from. Uh, Bodie Hayward? Chase University yeah. to help uh, translate the Japanese. Translate, yeah. <laughs> what, he was just going off on New Japan and yeah, there's a spe- sex scandals? A, speci- and- a specific guy, I'm blanking on it, I don't have it open right now. Definitely dive into that probably uh, on BD Elite this week. But yeah, it looks like Kodobushi's kind of airing, airing some things out. Uh, apparently he's had issues with this person before. Things tying back to you know maybe not being fully paid for merch and stuff okay. that seems that could have been the way but I, i'm i'm looking at this with all these different websites that are translating these things that are always also saying like hey the translations could not be, be off you know fully There's stuff like tone and things you can't always co- pick up on isn't there of course so yeah just a very very strange situation very but, but uh, turmoil in new japan but it's kota ibushi like i i'd pay the man i, I can't <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. a handsome guy who can wrestle. Pay yeah, him. I mean, the guy is literally the most gorgeous wrestler <laughs> in the history of wrestling, and he's fucking lit at And wrestling. he's never going to age. He doesn't He's going to be age. like that for 30 years. So, he's an investment. Yeah, I don't know why you would want to ever it be on the like opposing side. It seemed like he was taking like, a shots at Taka as well. Okay. Because Taka had that whole cheating scandal, which was why he left New Japan for a bit, because he, he went like, cheetah's gun. Like, right. Hmm. You assume Suzuki gun, Taka. Right, right. Oh, very odd. Yeah. I mean, the Forbidden Door thing is happening with AEW. A lot of people ob- obviously want to see Kota Ibushi some way, somehow involved with that. But I, doesn't, I don't think it's going to happen if this is the kind of thing that's happening right now. But mm. I don't see him either also just jumping over to the U.S. To the AEW thing is, stuff. he's somewhat like in the past he did that. Um, there was that time where he wasn't signed with anyone. He didn't yeah. want to sign and was like under a mask in a dark match at Wrestle Kingdom and that kind of thing. Right. It's he's odd. Like he could just you know oh, I'll go to DDT. Yeah, I, like, I know which, a lot of people. It, we we want all that. know is way 
beneath him. Yeah, and he is. should be doing these big things. But he's a he's an interesting cat. That Coda, bless him. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, we'll talk all about more of that and Forbidden Door stuff and, and Double or Nothing stuff uh, on Thursday with some BD Elite. But I guess we can talk about some NXT. Yeah, NXT May tenth, twenty twenty two. And talking about interesting cats, we have Joe Gacy driving a car with a kidnapped Bron Breaker in the back, wearing uh, Jason Voorhees' bag over his head. That's true, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you watched last week and you listened to us, you would be confused because you, you didn't see any of this last week. Because remember last week, it just cut yeah. to him almost being attacked. Druids entered the ring and then fate to black. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Bron... Breaker won clean. Yes. and But the feud continues. Yeah, because Druids came down, they attacked him, they beat yeah. him up, they tied him to like this, this like, uh, barbed wire, barbed wire board. bed, bought like stretcher thing. Yeah. Put a bag over his head, loaded him in the back of a truck, uh, with a film crew, and Joe Gacy's driving around. Okay. Driving poor old Bronny. We've Around made fun Florida. of this. Like, yeah. <laughs> they better be careful. There's gators out in yeah. them waters. Uh, yeah. So we didn't even get to see all this last week. We literally said on the show, like, hey, by the time you're listening to this, this is probably dot com shit. They probably there. killed him by now. Yeah. Like, they've probably done something. And they did. And then they show it here today. But on top of Joe Gacy, so it started, there, someone needs to do a complete timeline of Joe Gacy's character here <laughs> because it starts off, he's woke, then he's got a following. His following throws people off roofs. Then there's no follower guy. That guy's released. Now he's... There's Draco briefly. Yeah. Uh, he's gone too. Then G- Gacy starts maniacal laughing, starts doing rambling rabbit, starts doing all sorts of Bray Wyatt knockoff. Appearing in mirrors and... Everything. Like shit. literally... Dads. Like, like literally <laughs> pulled to the, the page in the wrestling handbook. Like, okay, let's go through all the spooky shit. Yeah. And now they've landed on, okay, tie someone to a board. Undertaker, Stephanie McMahon yeah. kind of vibes. Let's put him in the back of a car with the Druids still wearing the mask while Joe Gacy's still talking nonsense to the camera while he's like doing the maniacal laughing. And now they've like, let's add it. Let's make it even scarier. Let's add some glitchy effects to the video yeah. to make it look like the Matrix or something. This is completely stupid. This is one of the worst storylines, angles, and- rivalries Ever. And to add to it, and I, no disrespect to Joe Gacy. All the disrespect. To Joe to the, <laughs> but the thing is, whether you like this spooky shit or not, The Undertaker had a look. You know, the guy's, what, seven foot tall. He's, like, terrifying looking. Long dark hair, tattoos, evil eyes. Like, you're like, all right, yeah, that's a, that's a spooky dude. Yeah. Bray Wyatt, the same kind of thing. Like the guy guy, at Best Buy. This guy looks like yeah, one hundred percent. I'm pretty sure I bought my TV from this guy, and it's it's just not spooky, and therefore we're seeing it, and I think it becomes even more evident that this is someone who is playing this part. You're like really trying to just this is a role I've been given, whereas you believe the Undertaker. In this role. You know it's a guy called Mark playing it. But you believe The Undertaker. Bray Wyatt, for all his faults, like, you, he owned that character so much. And this just feels like 
a bloke that they've just given this spooky shit to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. It's it's really bad. I love spooky shit. I love scary movies. I love The Undertaker. You know what? I even give a pass to the spooky tattoo men over in AEW. I just said the Edge, the Judgment Day stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's iffy, but like, give it some time. It'll find its groove. There's always spooky shit wrestling. It's like a go-to play that they have ready. And whatever this character Joe Gacy is, is not that. So like, why are they making him do all this stuff? Yeah. I, I, I refuse to believe that this guy's like, okay, so then I'll do this and then I'll do, no, it's probably someone being okay. Yeah, then you're going to do this. It's Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. Then you're going like, to laugh. Oh, we'll get you a pool bearer. And then you're going to have then, two guys yeah. in Druids and they're going to be your, your, your men. And it's like, what? Like, what the fuck is this? It's so lazy. They're going to their props cupboard, aren't they? Yeah. Literally it's opening so up. Oh, bad. you got more of these Druid costumes. Like, it's so bad. It's not. It's not even funny. Bad. It's just bad. Mm. It's just some guy in a black shirt who wants to take your order at the fancy restaurant, and then you now he's kidnapping people. He's the guy who's knocking on your door. Excuse me. Have you heard of the Church of Latter Day Saints? No. Like, stop. This character needs to just go away. And he lost clean. Therefore, we went. Oof. Good thing we're moving on. No, we're not. Mm. Now we're putting Braun in a lake, and yeah. it's he's been. He's, they're promoting. He's going to be back next week. It is so bad. This, this definitely like the the one week of where he pushed him off the thing definitely did me in. Like I was like, okay, this is definitely testing us right now to continue watching this, continue doing this show. But then they, they keep going with this feud. It's yeah. like, dude, they're gonna they're gonna ride this thing out until it literally like dies the death it needs to finally, and then you're gonna see Joe Gacy's been released. <laughs> Yeah, Unfortunately, be which is un- which is unfair because I do think the guy is a good wrestler. If you have seen anything of him before WWE, like yeah, there was something there, but this ain't it. Mm. So I-, I I can't stand this. So he says we are on this journey together, but at this moment it's time to be all alone, and he laughs. And we <laughs> open up the show with the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match, the team of Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, accompanied by the women's champion, Mandy Rose, taking on the new team of Roxanne Perez and Wendy Chu. Um, This, you know how you get a title shot these days? Steal your sandals and try to murder them in a sunbed. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So That wasn't even the worst part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) So Wendy Chu jumps the bell, attacking Toxic Attraction immediately. Perez goes for a roll-up, but JC blind tags in and hits a running neck breaker to break the pin for a two-count. Gigi and JC are now teaming up on Perez, delivering double boots to the throat in the ropes. And then Roxanne makes the tag to Chu, who delivers... uh, I think she's got a great over-the-head belly-to-belly. Looks really nice. Yeah, it's very, like, snap and fast. Um, followed by her cartwheel elbow into the corner. And then as uh, Wendy Chu is like standing on the ropes, Perez leaps through the legs of Chu, taking out Toxic Attraction on the outside, which looked really good. And Perez has a great hot tag. She's hitting elbows to Gigi in the corner. And then this like satellite into a side Russian leg sweep. And then Roxanne goes up to the top rope. But Mandy Rose slides into the ring, getting involved. Chu takes her out. And then Perez sets up for the code red. But the slight distraction allows Jane to boot her in the face, allowing Toxic Attraction to pick up the win. Yeah, uh, a pretty quick match. It does still focus around this angle with 
with Toxic, like obviously they've been the the baddies, the bullies here, but Wendy and having issues with them and now bringing Roxanne into the that whole mix. Last week was a bad way to set up the match, but like, hey, it's, it set up the match. There was some cool stuff. I do think all four of them are actually pretty good wrestlers, uh, especially Roxanne, considering she's the newest one yeah. that we've seen here. There's so much, like, so much there. There's the technical ability that definitely shines through. And it, again, with Wendy, every time we see her wrestle, she looks so good, even though she's wrestling in a onesie yeah. and pretending she's tired. She's not doing the sleepy chops or things anymore. She did a sleepy elbow. She did a sleepy elbow? Okay. Uh I didn't mind the match, but it was short, which I guess didn't piss me off. <laughs> no, I, I think the I think the NXT women's division is getting stronger and stronger um, at the moment, and I really have liked what I've seen of Roxanne Perez in the last few weeks, and I, I can see her uh, having the rocket strapped her. One hundred percent. So I quite enjoyed the match. I thought the I liked JC's breakup of that roll up pin with the neck breaker. I thought that was cool, uh, and I actually quite liked the finish. Um, just not overly into this Wendy Chu Mandy thing, which continues after the match as Wendy Chu gets hit in the back by the title belt and uh, Toxic Attraction beat her down. Yeah, like I think Toxic Attraction need to they need to move away from them and and go forward with some new champions, some new stars. Like whoever your champions are, they're the the face of the the, the show. Any wrestling show you watch. So Toxic Attraction are basically the, the pillars of this women's division if Mandy's the women's world champ mm. and the other two are the tag champs. But they're not they're not strong enough no. pillars to, to show off. And if they were In to ring lo- or on mic. Yeah, really. so and if they were to lose the titles, like there isn't anyone else right now that has that like is at that like level here. Yeah, the women are the main focus of of NXT, but like who would you put? Who would be our champion? I I mean I think there's a few options for the women's champion, but the tag there is no teams. Just get it on Casey and Caden, to be honest. Like, sorry, K- Casey Co- and Katana. Co- Co- what? A, yeah, J- fuck. Katana, Katana Chance. That's her. That's her name. That's yeah. her name. That's, that's right. right. That's yeah. her name. Sh- soon to be shortened to Chance. Yeah, first cat chance the and then Chance. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like they heat them up. They're a good tag team. They've been there a while. They're an actual team. Um, but I mean, I. I would see down the line, it would be Cora Jade as the next champion, I would think. But what I would like to see from Wendy, when we get to this singles match, Wendy and Mandy Rose, which I assume will be at In Your House, which, they can you miss it, they kind of announced announced today. I want to see, like, her, like, wrestling in the onesie, and then when she gets that, like, second gear, that whole cup spot, the onesie comes off, she's in wrestling gear, and she fires up and, like, beats the shit out yeah, of her. Yeah, I think great. that could be a really cool moment. Whether they do it, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. We see Tiffany Stratton and Grayson Waller, and they're going shopping. Tiffany says shopping is the best form of medicine, especially after the travesty of last week. Um, and they're kind of lamenting Grayson Waller's loss to Andre Chase. Uh, no, to, to Nathan Fraser. Right. When, Andre Chase interferes with the horn. Uh, they say that Chase use colors are tacky and that Nathan Fraser is a dork. And Grayson says that they will have a teachable moment as nothing is better than the Grayson Waller effect. Yeah, this is, this is them doing the clueless shopping mean yeah. girls thing, but with Waller and kind of makes they're both awful. Yeah, so why not? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, we see Roderick Strong training as the Creeds walk in and they want to talk. 
And they're still pissed off that Roddy interfered in their match against the Viking Raiders last week. And Roddy's like, ah, oh, don't tell me you're still mad. And the Creeds go, look, the Viking Raiders are undefeated in NXT. They were. Which, they, yeah. Which was like, oh, yeah, that, that do I you guess re- is right. Do you remember? So they were undefeated in NXT. And then when they moved up, they, they, did they beat a tag team that was fighting them, challenging them? And then they left the titles in the ring? They That's were like, right. yeah, we don't need this shit. That's right. Yeah. They <laughs> so they never, it. yeah. Yeah, who, it was Street Profits. Wasn't it the Street Profits kept on trying to beat them and they wouldn't? They couldn't. In the basketball game? No. Yeah, no. I think in NXT. (laughs) I think it was Street Profits. And then they left it. And then the Profits won in the ladder match. Right. Right. Okay. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So the Viking Raiders were undefeated and they beat them. But there's a blemish to both of those records now because of that. And the Creed say they want a rematch. But this time they'll do it the right way. And they don't want Roddy to interfere. And then Roddy says, well, I'm actually introducing you to a new member of Diamond Mine and says he's uh, from the University of Minnesota and I'm from Wisconsin, so we're practically BFFs, and introduces Damon Kemp, uh, who is uh, Gable Stevenson's uh, brother. Bobby Stevenson? Right. I think, right, yeah. And uh, Julius is a bit mad because he says, hey, uh, I thought that new members are a group decision. And mm-hmm. Roddy kind of points to his chest as if, like, well, I'm I'm the leader of Diamond Mine. Yeah. So more dissension here, but I think Kemp is, like, a good choice to join this group. Kind of fits. The wrestling? Mm. Yeah. I, th- I could see the Creeds leaving this, I think this so. group and being baby faces. And I still wish they actually turned back and were like, yeah, well, let's be the... If- we got to win. Roddy helped us, but they're doing the opposite. Like, no, Roddy, you tainted that win. Uh, I don't yeah. think this crowd would. I think this crowd like them too much as yeah. well, where they just wouldn't accept if they're they're bad guys heels anyway. Yeah, um, I, I love the Creed brothers, and they say that this the rematch is happening next week, and yeah. they don't want any interference this time, which sounds pretty. good. I loved last week's match. Yeah, so. and sounds like we might get more of a like furthering the breakup of Diamond Mine next week. Yeah. I, I, I'm into this story actually, um, with because I think it's it's like. You're just waiting for Roddy to leave. It's basically like, like is are this you the writing week? him out? Are you writing him is out it this it? week? Is it this is it week? happening? Um, is it happening now? No, I think they're all actually playing it quite well as well. This yeah. sort of breakup angle, and I, I like them all as wrestlers as well. I mean, like Roderick Strong, what's he going to do? Leave and then go join the Super Elite? Mm. There's already like 16 of those guys over there. Yeah, but if Kota Ibushi goes over, then we need you need the Bucks, Kenny, Kota. And someone else to face the four. Wait, how many people are in Undisputed Era? Four. Yeah, you need the fourth guy. Yeah. You need Roddy to to join. Yeah. But uh, Cody Rhodes did bring up Roger Strong on that Austin. He's on his list, he right? said he's the one, and he's like, "Yo, we're both in the company, so like, why aren't we doing this match?" Let's do it, Cody. Come to NXT. You know what? I think the newest member of the Judgment Day. Roderick Strong. Are you fuck. That's a terrible. That's a, no. Just, just have him join every single group. I won't stand for Roderick I Strong. I just imagine slander. him with his goofy smile. No, I won't stand for that. No, Roderick Strong deserves the world. I, I love Roderick Strong. I, if this is his position and he's staying, then then cool. You know what? They are. It isn't. Maybe that makes it more interesting. The fact that you know some people do know the kind of the the stuff online if he does want to leave right mm. then that makes it more interesting is this the last time he, is he gone mm. or do they go you know what we'll put more into you yeah. here and this is them kind of giving that because i thought 
the story last week with them and continuing it here is kind of interesting. Like, okay, let's see where we can go with this. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know much about Damon Kemp, so I can't really, I can't, I, I'm excited because I, he's supposed to be a good wrestler. So mm. that does fit in with this diamond mine group, but yeah. I, I really like Julius on the mic as well. Yeah. He sounds like a real dude. They've gotten like a so better. Guy. Yeah, like they've gotten so much better. He sounds really natural and I like it. Like, I like that they don't have a, a character per se. The yeah. character is they're just like good wrestlers. I do miss Bivens, but yeah. they don't, they, they, they're proving that they learned a lot from him. They, yeah. They've learned, they've learned a lot on the mic. We go to Joe Gacy, who's in the ring <sighs> with his two druids. And he says, Bron Breaker, as I left you in the wilderness last <laughs> week, I told you that you must face the next chapter of your journey all alone. My journey started months ago. And I open my doors to anyone to be a part of real change. And these two men next to me, they separated themselves from the back and the rest are no more. And these two proved their worth to me and themselves as the crowd are just relentlessly chanting, shut the hell up. Yeah. Uh, Gacy sucks. All these chants at Gacy. Um, he says that these are the faces of change an expansion has begun and change takes place one person at a time. And I would like to appeal to Bron Breaker, consider this your personal invitation. You don't have to do this alone. Be a part of our movement and change. The result is eternal joy. Affliction and hardship awaits those who resist. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what he's yeah. saying. Every fucking week. I'm so over this character. And you're talking about the playbook or like going through. Yeah. This was this was Edge on Raw yesterday with his two hooded friends. Yeah. Beside him. Uh no, Edge was Edge was more uh you people don't don't respect me. You people don't care about me. Uh, Edge, every fucking Everyone time you does. come out, your pop is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Were you there at the Rumble? It's nuts. Uh, and Hartford, <laughs> Connecticut is ugly. Yeah. Uh, Gay- <laughs> and your sports team suck. Yeah. No. Uh, Gacy here with the two druids, it's almost like he's going to be like, hey, here are my new guys. But then he doesn't reveal who they are. So it's just two random druids that don't fit in with the guy dressed up in an no. all-black button-up shirt. It just doesn't work. I assume this is like they'll, they will be revealed at some point, these two. I don't care. When they've decided who's yeah. going to be in this role. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. So wait, you're, the kayfabe wise here, they they left Braun Breaker like out in the out somewhere in Florida in the middle of the night, just in his gear. I guess, but like for some somehow NXT management knows he'll be back by next week. They're like, oh, they don't worry, him for next week. He's back next. Someone's week. Someone's found him. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Like, but also Gacy's promo here was like it started off by going Braun Breaker, the next part of your chapter, the next chapter. Is you're all alone, but join me and not Ugh. don't be alone. It's like yeah. shut up. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so stupid. And I don't think he's a bad performer. This Gacy guy. No. It's just the the content and the, this crowd. This didn't feel like um, booing a heel he either. It just felt, oh no, it, it felt was like just this sucks. shut up, shut just up, stop. this is awful. Yeah, it's blah blah blah, yada yada yada, rambling buzzwords and mm. so so over this. We see Andre Chase with Bodie Hayward and uh, Saray comes up to them and it's all subtitled, like live subtitles in <laughs> Japanese here, live translation. And she says, I heard what uh, Tiffany Stratton and Grayson Wallace said about you. So let's 
Instead of you having a singles match, let's do a tag match. And Bodie Hayward translates this perfectly for Andre Chase. And he's like, whoa, how do you know Japanese? And he goes, well, of course I know Japanese. I'm enrolled in Japanese with Professor Miller. Um, and Andre Chase is like, oh, wow, we have foreign language <laughs> department in Chase University? All right. I kind of just made this whole university yeah, up. Uh, like it's taken a <laughs> he's like, what do you mean you're enrolled? In- Sorry, who's teaching you? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that episode in Community. I don't know if you've watched it, but yeah. the, there's an episode where Jeff lies about the class he takes because he's like yeah i took this class to get the credit and then it's like this isn't uh is this a real class and he's like yeah it's a real class and then the professor actually shows up and jeff's like oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. like i don't <laughs> i'm not actually in this class it's kind of like that yeah. community that's i mean that's this is what nxt 2.0 is it's, it's a better way of looking at it it's community it's just a load of crazy people at a wrestling school <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> we need a paintball episode. I mean, that's it's already happened. It's all been Yeah, 2.0. <laughs> it's been paintballed to shit. Yeah. So Saray says that she can't forgive Waller and Stratton, and she wants to tear them apart, and that's a teachable moment. So we're going to get a mixed tag match later on tonight. And this is where we're introduced to the inaugural... Ivy Nile challenge and these vignettes air right throughout the show and it's it's at the PC and it's Ivy Nile with kind of all these trainees there um, where she's taking them through like push-ups through burpees through chin-ups all of that and she basically says I will outdo all of you so like they all keep on doing press-ups until people can't do it anymore and they pass out and they leave and ends up just being her and this one guy doing chin-ups, which I think is a bit unfair because the guy had a lot more weight on him than Ivy Nile. So like doing, double her size. Yeah, but they're doing the chin-ups with the chain. Um, I, I kind of like the idea of this, but I didn't like the execution. Yeah, I agree. It, everything makes sense. I mean, look at her. She's a unit. She's a beast. But the way they're filming this and making it, doesn't make it seem cool or very impressive, actually, because she's, it's just all these randoms getting tossed aside. But... I think they could morph it and work on it and change it to something else. I think if this was just, like, real, you know, like right. Ivy Nile in the PC doing cool shit would be cool. Yeah, but just show whereas me what this you is, do, yeah. It's like people acting, like, they're like, oh, and 99, 100, where you haven't seen them do 100 press-ups. Yeah. And it's just some guy getting like up and going, oh, Oh, I don't know if you heard, but oh, I did over a hundred yeah. of those. <laughs> and just these badly acting, like, going, oh, I'm defeated now. But I, I like the idea. I think she, I mean, look at her. She's, jacked. she looks great. She's jacked. She can probably outwork all these people in the PC. I just think, I don't know, make it feel a bit more real. I thought they like were doing a, produced. yeah, it said challenge. So I thought she was doing like. A match, like someone, you know, like Kurt Angle Invitational kind of thing. Like, okay, step to me if you mm. can beat me or whatever. I think one-on-one would be more interesting yeah. if it was just her and in the PC be like, all right, who can do the most press-ups in a minute? That true, kind of thing. True, yeah. And have her do those kind of things might be interesting. Yeah, I'm also just like, okay, cool, but can you wrestle? Yeah. Like, a lot of these people that WWE sign are really athletic. Yeah. Can they talk? Can they wrestle? Mm, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I do still see some good things for it her. It does work for the Diamond Mine. Like, Is she even running. in the Diamond Mine? Yeah. Oh. Well, she was there last week, wasn't she? Okay. Um, yeah. Mm. I'd rather see I her know. go I, through I think, tournaments. I think something of this could work, um, but I didn't 
particularly like it this week. Yeah. Uh, we go to the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament, and we have all the competitors lined up on the stage, introducing them. Nikita Lyons, Ariana Grace, Roxanne Perez, Kiana James, Lash Legend, Tatum Paxley, and then the two women who will compete in the first match of the tournament, Fallon Henley and 19-year-old Sloane Jacobs. And Sloane's intangibles are she's crafty and scrappy, and Fallon Henley is tenacious and resilient. What would yours be? Your intangibles. My intangibles. Intangibles. <laughs> intangibles. Intangibles. Uh, I don't know. What What would mine be? Uh, uh, like, like loyal. Like you're like a good guy. You're like Leo from Ninja Turtles. You're like you're like the the good guy. You're a you're a clean cut baby face. Why do you? How would you say that in your intangible? Boring. No, and- <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. But I don't know what would mine be. Uh, goofy, <laughs> goofy and distracted. <laughs> Always distracted. Yeah, that is true. That works. Yeah, distraction finishes just caused by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, first match of the tournament: Fallon Henley versus Sloane Jacobs. Um, they start off with some grappling between the two. Sloane goes for a drop kick, but Fallon holds onto the ropes. This is where Briggs and Jensen come out to support their teammate. Yeah. Cheering her on. Uh, Briggs wearing a beer country t-shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look good. Uh, beer season, sorry. Beer season. Beer season. It's always beer season. Yeah. Uh, there's a big boot from Sloan, but Fallon makes it to the ropes on the pinfall. Then there's... Then Henley hits like... It's like uh, Swerve did. Well, I can't remember what he called it. It's like the, the drop kick... To the side of the head yeah, as they're on the floor. Is it the drive-by? Is it the swerp? Man, I'm forgetting. The swerp? The house call? House call. Something like That's that. That's it, yeah. yeah. Uh, looked really good. And then she applies a key lock uh, to uh, Sloan here. Um, Jacobs then comes back with a runner off the top rope and a neck breaker. And then Fallon hits this combination neck breaker clothesline, uh, which I it's kind of like, you know, when The Miz does the... The half neck breaker and then the yeah. the full one. It was like that, but then into a clothesline. Uh, thought it looked pretty cool. And then Fallon follows up with the Shining Wizard for the win. And Briggs and Jensen celebrate with her. Does she have the shiniest wizard? It's a pretty good shiny wizard. I mean, no wizard. one else has yeah. the shiniest wizard here anymore. No. So. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Tegan Knox is gone. Yeah. Adam Cole's gone. That's right. AJ Lee's been gone for a while. Shiniest wizard. Shiniest Fallon. wizard. Wizard. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've liked the little things we've seen from Fallon, whether it be the backstage. We made fun of Briggs and Jensen for so long, and then they they like kind of bring in Fallon, and it kind of balances it out. Mm. It kind of makes a bit more sense somehow. And then wrestling, they say that, what, Fallon is the oldest one in this tournament? She's, she's 27. 27 yeah. Everyone else is like 20, 19, 21, something like that. So she's a lot older, but I thought she looked a lot ancient. No, no, no. She looked no, not at all. But she looked like polished. Yeah, like she looked like she didn't she need to be in this tournament kind of thing. So, uh, I'm actually interested in, in Fallon. We've already kind of been a little high on her. Actually, we've been like, okay, let's see what she can do. And this just a little taste of it. Unfortunately for Sloane Jacobs, but like Fallon going forward was the right call. And I, and I think Sloane is probably someone who has just been called for this match. She's 19. Yeah. She's a prospect in the PC. I don't think she's a character we're necessarily going to see every week. But as a little showing on TV, I thought she looked all right, especially for 19. But it 
it was all Fallon here, really. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what comes from her because I do, I do enjoy her. I think she's got a lot going for her. And I mean, and she's got the what the gimmick? What's her gimmick? She likes horses. Oh, she loves horses. And bars. Horses and bars. Horse Although girl. her music didn't sound very... Her music kind of sounded like the 2.0 music. Yeah. It that, didn't sound like... Like, like Wale. <laughs> I was expecting more like country. Old Town Road. Yeah. Country Road. Something like that. Mm. Yeah, true. Like, she, she should come out with Briggs and Jensen's music. Yeah. Which is more country-esque. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm, in, I'm impressed with Fallon. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Yeah. We go to Legado del Fantasma, who are asked about the peace agreement, which they've already broke when they kidnapped AJ Galante last week. And Santos says, well, AJ Galante should have never been at that meeting. Uh, he uh, therefore became fair game and he could never survive in Legado's streets. But Tony D'Angelo's crew are going to learn the hard way. You don't get involved in our business and walk away or walk again. Cruz, start the car. <laughs> this is going to be on a shirt at some point. Cruz, start the car. Start the car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more I think mafia. even when he gets released, it should still be Cruz. Start Cruz, the car. start the car. And then he goes and starts the car. Yeah. And, uh, well, he tries. He does start the car, but he stops. He gets beaten up. So he's in the car. And he sees Tony D'Angelo in front of the car. Uh-oh. And then one of his mates shows up behind him with, like, a garrote or something. And starts, like, you said, you said last I... week that, like, in order to, like, justify this whole mafioso shit, like, someone needs to die. Someone we, needs to I, get clipped. We thought the car was going to blow up. I was waiting for <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I was waiting for Vince McMahon. Like, limo. turning the ignition, bam. <laughs> Or like like any mafia movie where like they open it and it's like look up and it's like what? <laughs> we, yeah, you always get a close up of their eyes first. There's like a second the realization. realization. <laughs> <laughs> Cruz has exploded in this car bomb <laughs> in Florida. Yeah, fucking. Oh, crazy. you'd have got my attention. Yeah, you, I think you could have. You could have. Uh, done it where I, obviously they don't probably have the fucking budget for this but like you could have had Cruz like going into the car and then realizing it and then like getting out just in time 
Bam! And then the car explodes. Just cut to stock footage. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? You know that, uh, like, Austin Powers 3. I know this is crazy, but Austin Powers 3, they, they do, like, the, the, the callback. They explain, like, Michael Caine's story. But in the movie, they use footage from, like, other oh, Michael yeah. Caine movies. <laughs> that, that's the yeah. joke. You could have done that. Like, just go... What? And him getting out of the car and then cuts to, you know, some mob movie where the car, you know, cuts to The Departed where a guy gets clipped or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this is quite funny. They, so, they beat up Cruz. They throw him in the trunk of the car. And, yeah, Raul Mendoza always being thrown into trunks of cars. Yeah, poor Cruz here. Poor guy. I mean, what's with kidnapping and wrestling? This is a heavy kidnapping it's especially area. especially NXT. They like, love it, kidnapping yeah, each other. Yeah, it's always been a thing here with the parking lot. Yeah, with Roddy got kidnapped, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Austin Theory got kidnapped. So many kidnappings. You had Raul and Joaquin back in the day. Imagine trying to tell your parents you're going to be a pro wrestler. I'm going to Samoa NXT. Samoa Joe got kidnapped. You're going to be like, why? You're going to be kidnapped. You're gonna, you could possibly <laughs> die. Yeah, this is this is strange. Well, I mean, Braun Breaker got kidnapped and he's nowhere to be seen. Braun's dad got kidnapped. Braun, wow. <laughs> So many kidnappings. If we missed one, please let yeah. us know. But wow, lots of kidnappings. I don't think Samoa Joe got kidnapped, but yeah, maybe. he was fired and released, and yeah. fired and released. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, we get another vignette for Alba Fire, who's making her kind of re-debut here in NXT, going up against a returning Amari Miller, who's been uh, injured since her match with Lash Legend in May when she got uh, sorry in March when she got stretched out. Uh, taking quite a bad bump on the back of her head. Yeah, yeah. We we I, for, I kind of forgot about this. So Amari Miller took that crazy move from Lash Legend, where she just like dumped her on the mat there, mm-hmm. and then yeah, it was taken out. Showed the clip of that. Still looked like it hurt, uh, but this is her comeback here. Yeah, and she's up against Alba Fire. New gimmick. Uh, a lot of fire on the entrance. Fire Titan Tron. It's lit. Uh, this is obviously the the former. Kaylee Ray. Yes. And her hair's redder now. She, her gear's a bit different. She's now in, like, combat pants. Um, and, yeah. So, uh, there's a nice roll-through from Amari Miller, and then a big slap to the chest from Alba Fire. Knee to the gut from Miller, followed by the arm drag off the second rope, and then a neck breaker for a two-count from Miller. There's then a super kick and a swinging DDT for a two-count uh, from Fire, followed by a backslide for two count by Miller, and then uh, Alba Fire puts Amari away with the gory bomb, now named the Fire Bomb. Shouldn't it be the Fireball? Fireball? That could be a Fireball. Yes. Right. Firebomb. Yeah. And then follows up with the Swanton Bomb, a really nice looking Swanton Bomb, actually, I thought, for the win. Yeah, uh, she, she always was a good wrestler. Uh, Alba Fire, Kaylee Ray, like the wrestling was there. We've watched a lot of her stuff before WWE, and I always thought she she stood out. And I th- this is the first time I, I hate the fact that they they change the names and they they almost like the K, the K, the chance thing where she's just explaining why she changed her name. Yeah. Here they had Wade Barrett on commentary being like, "Oh, she wasn't happy with the position she was in. She mm-hmm. she wasn't happy since she made her jump to NXT from UK." She thought she was lost in the shuffle. She couldn't find her her footing. I'm like, all right, she's had some title chances and stuff, but okay, I see what you're going with. Therefore, this is like the brand new. This is the reset for mm. her. So I'm like, okay, at least you said that, so it like does in fact start this thing. Whether that you just had her go, yeah, I like fire. Yeah, 
<laughs> I like I'm a uh, you know I like I like lighting things on fire. I'm a pyro. Mm. It's like okay, you're actually explaining a little bit. Like oh, this is the fresh coat of paint. Yeah, here you go. So uh, I didn't mind that at all. It's unfortunate Mari Miller isn't in that that tournament, considering she has been kind of mm. fodder around here for quite a while, other than this two month hiatus. But I actually thought she looked good. Here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously it was a it was a strong win for Alba Fire, but I thought Miller looked good um, with her comeback here. Um, I. I would think I don't think uh, Alba Fire is going to be in NXT too long. Like watching her in this match, just she looks so polished at yeah. this point. Yeah. Like you, okay, get to grips with this new gimmick, maybe. But I would, I can't see what she'd do here. I don't think she's going to have necessarily another title shot or in for the women's or the tag. Right. Um, and I think maybe just a few weeks getting scripts with this character and move her up because I, I don't see what is left for her in NXT. Yeah, 100%. She's so polished. Like, her wrestling is so slick at this point. I think you could put her on the main roster. You could even have her as a heel because, like, the whole fire thing, the rage thing. But I, I don't know. The judgment day. <laughs> no, not necessarily that. But uh, That's going to be my answer to everyone. Put them in the judgment day. Yeah. The fire. Throw her in the fire. Yeah, it's it's fine. Uh the fire thing. The, the problem is you're going to have to set someone on fire. Yeah. You're going to have to come out with a fire entrance. You're going to have to do something related to fire. And that could be iffy, but the wrestling is there and that's what matters. I thought she looked good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone in the Twitch chat right now, JPK Metz is suggesting we do a best abduction ever episode for uh, the Patreon. Yeah. Maybe Halloween time. What other abductions in wrestling have happened? Like kidnappings, well, Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie. Yeah. There's uh, so many abductions in wrestling. <laughs> so weird. Why do we watch this shit? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. So uh, abductions show. I can't even think of any other ones. I just think of the NXT ones because they're fresh There's in my so mind. Many. There's so many. Yeah. How many times? Have there have been AEW abductions out there? Probably. Did Abaddon abduct someone? Uh, there's definitely an impact in TNA. There's been abductions. Oh, there's what, been oh, deaths. Yeah, there's yeah. been murders. Mickey James. Like, there's all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, damn. Think about it. Yeah, That's let us one know. to think about. <laughs> Mello and Trick Williams arrive to the arena, uh, but Solo Sko has locked him outside for being late. I'd, that's kind of how it was when I was at uh, drama school. If you if you were late, you got locked out. Like, oh. nope, not coming in today. Wow. Showing up halfway through the show. Who do they, they think they are? I mean, it's wrestling. They always do that. Yeah. So I was a little confused. Also, it's like they cl- he closes this side door when there's like six other doors. Yeah, and then closes them all. Yeah, Solo Sokoa <laughs> is running around, locking all the doors and being like, don't let him in. <laughs> I, I don't, definitely don't believe that. And then uh, we got a Cora Jade interview, which um, – I, I was out of the room for. You were going to downstairs to get 2K22. Uh, yeah, Cora Jade is asked if she's nervous because she's facing Natty in the main event. And she says, of course she's nervous. She's facing a legend. But Natty isn't facing that little girl that she has photos with. And then it shows the photo with Natty and Cora from years ago. And she says she's not even facing the girl she was DMing with a year ago. She's facing me. And she's not even facing the, the girl she slapped a month ago. And Natty says she's the gatekeeper. Well, tonight I'm going to bust that gate open and I'm going to prove I belong and I can hang. So the future is bleak. No. Nice. She sounded good. 
<laughs> yeah, you like that promo? I did, yeah. I good. made it up. No. <laughs> Completely false. No. <laughs> Fabricated. <laughs> we made it up. <laughs> we go to Solo Sokoa, who's in the ring, and he says, this is supposed to be Mellow and Trick's time. And I think he was meant to say, but it's my yeah, time yeah, now. He was, yeah. But he said, because it's my time now. It was supposed to be their time because it's my time. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, so. Yeah. They love this <laughs> Yeah, guy. they love him anyway. They're like, whatever. Fine, yeah. There's Uso Chance. Uh, he go- goes, everyone here is talking about the North American Championship. You all know what happened last week. And if Melo wants to have a one-on-one title shot, well, that's cool. I'm going to be right there watching. And I've got next. I got next. And I don't care if it's Grimes or Melo. And Cameron Grimes comes out. And he's getting booze. Again. Yeah. He's always getting booed, this Cameron. Is this just the, you're not Solo Sokoa, so we're booing you? Like the kind of like yeah. Daniel Bryan thing back in the day? Or did this guy shit on Izzy or something? Like, what's going on here? Because it's weird. Because this guy was such a fan favorite for so long. And then finally wins the title and then they boom. Yeah. yeah. It's very weird. The crowd has been different in the past little while. So maybe it's the same people coming through and mm. they're... They've changed, you know, all, there's fucking 50 people in this crowd. So, I mean, if you go with four of your friends, yeah. those are the people yeah, who sh- true. are cheering. No matter what this show tells you with all the fake audio and stuff, if you watch this and you didn't know anything, it sounds as if there's an arena full of 20,000 people with the audio mm. fake booze and sounds they use. And then it shows, no, this is a Nickelodeon kids show set with 100 people. Yeah, they're, they're booing Cameron Grimes. And then they're also chanting, you got lucky. Yeah. At him. So they're they're turning on our boy Grimes. They don't like him. Yeah. Grimes says, I respect you uh, just like uh, this crowd respects you. And I understand you want another chance, but at, in your house, it's going to be Grimes versus Mellow. And we're like, sorry, at, at what? At what? In <laughs> at your what? house? In your house? When's that? We didn't get a graphic or a date for it on the show today. No. That I'm aware. Um, he says, at, in your house, it's going to be Grimes versus Mellow one on one. But once I beat Hayes, you have my word that you are the next challenger. And they shake hands, but Mello and Trick manage to get into the building and they attack Grimes as Solo is like halfway up the ramp. And Solo turns around, sees what's going on and comes back and makes the save just as they're about to do uh, like Mello's leg drop through a chair yeah. on Grimes' head. So... Yeah. Um, I assume we get a tag match again, which I think I think we they, they've have. announced a tag for next week. Yeah. So, Mellow and Trick versus Grimes and Sokoa. Yeah. So, I mean, at whenever this In Your House happens, it's Grimes versus Hayes, one-on-one. And then the winner of that, I guess, faces Solo Sokoa in sort of a, re- a rematch there. But I'm just I, looking when it was. It was in June. June 13th last year was yeah. In Your House. So, so it's that, probably in a month. Yeah. Considering we just had this spring break thing last will week. Will it it'll be, will it, that be Money in the Bank weekend, I guess. Hey, maybe they make it a... Because they're doing the big stadium show, so it might be a... Um, it would be awesome if they did that again. That's it. That's not till July, July 2nd, but that would be cool. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they could. I think they need to do with the, with the North American title what they do with like the TNT title. Well, not recently, but like have it like the workhorse title. That's what the, the mid card title is supposed to be, right? So like, why isn't Grimes like defending this again, defending you know against 
some random oncomers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he should be facing some new people. and like, Some people from the PC and that like, we maybe just see for one week. Yeah, and, and like, have definitive yeah. wins and, like, prove he's the champion. Kind of get over again and let the crowd – I mean, maybe the crowd will boo him anyways. But, like, kind of get get yeah. the title over because, really, like, he won the match last week. Cool. And it was a great match. But I still think if that is where you're going to build towards, you can't – what, you're just going to have them promo and do mixed tag matches for weeks? Yeah, but I don't overly mind that because I like all three of these guys. They're good. So yeah, they they are good. And I I do see Solo coming out of this as the champion. Me too. In the next in the next couple of months, for sure. We go back to Legado del Fantasma, who can't find Cruz. Ah, oh, where's, where's Cruz? Cruz? He's always late. They say. Do you believe Raul Mendoza always late? I don't believe no. it. No, he looks like he's always there. Early. Joaquin looks like the one who'd be late all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, Wiki. Uh, that's his intangible. Is it always late? <laughs> <laughs> Loves DJing. <laughs> yeah. So Santos calls Tony. Tony answers the phone. Who is it? Who is this? Santos goes, it's me. <laughs> me who? Me. Ah, it's you. This reminded yeah, me, me of uh, <laughs> that family guy, Tom Brady thing where he calls him. Who, who is this? Who, who, are, who are you? Is it you, Tom Brady? Oh, it is. What? Tom Brady? No, it's me, Peter. Oh, okay. And then he hangs up and then the phone rings again. Look, Peter, I told you. No, it's me. <laughs> Listen here, Tom Brady. Or I don't remember the bit, but it's not, he's doing the thing like, what? Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> this, is, this is super mafia now. They're yeah. in like a clubhouse, dark lights, music, poker table. Dark lights, yeah. yeah. Um, and Santos goes, whoever did this is in big trouble. And word on the street is your conciliary... Did I say that right? Is in rough shape. And, well, uh, Tony goes, well, you let my guy go and I'll open the trunk and let your guy breathe. So they agree to a match next week. (laughs) And then Tony gets really heated on the phone. He's getting all worked up. And then Santos just goes, hey, Tony, fuck you. And then hangs up. And Tony gets so furious. He flips over his table and his boys are like, yo, you good? I love this. Ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But, like, I do think both guys are playing it quite well. Uh, I thought Tony actually showed a bit more of a serious side here, as ridiculous as this all was. He's always been the, ah, hey, oh. Yeah. And I saw more the, like, sinister mob boss in him right. this week. Uh, it is it is ridiculous, but I am I get more enjoyment out of this ridiculous stuff it's almost than I like- do with the Gacy stuff. I think this is fun. And it's campy and silly, but it's pretty entertaining. It's almost like this, they're trying to do the Sopranos thing with him. Like, they're trying to do, like, where, you know, what is it? Tony in, in the show, he's at the Bada Boom, mm. but he's got the back room. That's kind of what exactly, like, this yeah. is supposed to be. I would love it if they're at the Rippers. And, like, <laughs> you just see, like, the, the, the feet when they're talking and stuff like that. Yeah. That would be pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, I, I, again, I love mob everything. I love mob docs. I love mob movies. I love everything. The mob's great. Shout the mobs are the great. Mob. Yeah. Two Bros Pizza. I love, I love the mob. Uh, but, I'm still like, this is, it's still coming across really cheesy. I will say though, improvements is his lackeys. They definitely, they definitely listen to us. We were making fun of them, how they look like oh, uh, the, white the bowler hats and, and yeah. stuff. They look different. They look, they look like they're actual people now with leather jackets. They look like they would actually hit Hang me on. over the head with yeah. a crowbar or something. Whereas before they look like, you know, you go to some Italian 
restaurant and they they're the guys bringing out your pasta and like mm. in gimmick or something but here they actually look more of a unit so it's it is maybe it's coming together they look more like strippers before yeah i mean uh, the wrestling a lot of people look like strippers yeah. <laughs> but you know what i thought i think i didn't really like this but i i like the direction it's going in and i i guess i like it i hate like it like i like it and i hate it at the same time yeah i you're always gonna get this goofy shit yeah. in wrestling and I don't know. I, I, I thought this was fun. Um, I do think you need to do more, like, go go next level. Like I said, we want someone's car to blow up. Murders, but like, you yeah. need murders. <laughs> it's the mob, yeah. right? Like, what else do the mob do in these movies that, like, send messages and all this stuff? Like, AJ Galante, should, we should never see him again. <laughs> Santo should be like, yeah, he's gone. We fed him to the, <laughs> yeah. to the whatever. But, yeah, ridiculous. This show is just crazy. You go from... A guy being kidnapped by dudes in Halloween costumes to dudes in Italian Halloween costumes kidnapping yep. other people. Uh, it, they, it's community. It, you, this, we completely got it. Yeah. It's like all community, over the place. Shutter Island. It's and all then, these things. And then it's like, hey, here's like six new women who are going to wrestle that he, their characters are, they're wacky or whatever <laughs> their intangibles are. This scrappy 19-year-old. Yeah. It's just like this whole show is just so bizarre. Love it. <laughs> We go to Nathan Fraser, Willy Wonka himself, and he says he's excited and he's on cloud nine as last week was the coolest night of his life when he beat Grayson Waller. I think he's lying. <laughs> he said, Chase, you are his guys and uh, he's cheering for them tonight. And this is when Zion Quinn comes in and tells him to keep his head down and run it straight. And uh, Wes... And- and Nathan Fraser's like, yeah, that's all oh, cool. Thank you. But what does run it straight mean? And that's when Wes Lee comes in and goes, yeah, I, I don't know what run it straight means either. I asked him the same thing. Quinn goes, look, I've already put you in your place, referring to Wes Lee. And I wouldn't mind putting you in your place as well to Nathan Fraser. Um, and Zion says that he'll put more pain on Wes Lee if he continues. Okay, I quickly searched run it straight meaning and of course zion quinn being uh what australian right he is a former rugby player okay and when i searched in urban dictionary run it straight when someone has a rugby ball or other rugby ball like object and sprints into another individual who yells out run it straight sometimes the individual who yells out run it straight will get rolled or put a big hit on Basically, if you say that, like you're gonna, you're gonna better run it straight. I still don't know what that means. Isn't it just like keep it real, <laughs> run straight? Yeah, just like be real, run it's straight. Like just like you know, like run it, str- <laughs> run it straight. Just three fuck three um, dudes talking about run it straight. I think Fraser definitely comes across as a dork yeah. in these segments. Zion Quinn too. Zion Quinn looks like he's such a cool badass dude, mm. but I don't buy it. Mm. I, I don't I don't think going to the gym and getting crazy jack instantly makes you cool. No. And talking about run it straight as your catchphrase, hey, maybe it'll work out, mm. but something still isn't kind of clicking. And then Wes comes in and he kind of oozes that like more so. We used to make fun of MSK when th- they wouldn't be cool. This is like just Wes now. This is just him kind of finding this footing. And I think it comes across a bit more real and better for him. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm interested in Wesley's singles run, but also I, 
I don't think the idea of him and Nathan Fraser as a tag team occasionally is a bad idea. Sure. I think they could be a pretty entertaining tag team. Um, this Zion Quinn thing, yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes. I, I'm a bit hit and miss on him. I think I've seen some stuff he's done that looks quite cool. Other stuff that doesn't, the, the acting doesn't really work for me at the moment. But you, you look at the dude and you go, well, if you, if you can work out those things, you, you do look cool, so it could come together. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. A few uh, people in the Twitch chat are saying that Zion Quinn's gimmick is just he's a dick to everyone. Uh, and that he should have called Nathan Fraser Willy Wanka. <laughs> Good one. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> it is. It is though. It's like this. Um, like he did the same with Draco. It's like this false looking out for someone, yeah. but almost thinking he's above everyone. Right. Looking out, and sometimes it's like fuck off. I don't need your help. He's got a good look though. I just like something. Is, yeah, definitely not. Uh, but also, Fibergrass in the Twitch chat says Tony D'Angelo's crew is driving the most mob car ever, a Toyota Camry. Right. Didn't realize that, okay. but yeah, that's very mob. It's, is it's that Tony D's. It's, it's no. not. <laughs> well, we don't even have a car. Yeah. So who are we to talk? We, uh, yeah, we go to Saray, Andre Chase, and Bodie Hayward, and they're backstage about to make their entrance for their match. Oh, my and God. they're looking at Saray, who's in her, like, school uniform. And they go, wait, are you you going to wrestle like that? And then she's looking at her necklace. The amulet. And they walk through the smoke, and they come out the other side, and Saray is in her Warrior of the Sun gear. Uh, Andre Chase's sweater has turned baby blue. And Bodie Hayward is now dressed like a schoolgirl with pigtails and everything. He's got glasses, pigtails, like a crop top shirt. So it's like the multiverse version of these guys. Like they come through the thing and they've changed completely. Because he's looking at his own thing like, whoa, what happened? I'm wearing blue now. What's going on? I don't know if the crowd saw this on the screen, the before bit. Because they're just like, they oh. look very confused. They're just like, uh, yeah, I, I, I did see it on screen and I still was very confused. <laughs> Oh, they're just being silly. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed. I laughed. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's funny. I love Saray's theme. Saray's mm. theme is a banger. Yeah. For sure. Uh, so they're taking on uh, Grayson Waller and Tiffany Stratton. Starts off with Chase and Waller going at it. And they're doing some like classic just wrestling here. And Chase gets Waller down and starts mocking Waller's uh, taunt. You know, like the knee to the knee to the knee thing he does. Mm-hmm. Um and then Waller tells him to come on at him, but tags in Stratton and then goes behind her with his hands behind his back, kind of sticking his head out. Um, and then Saray comes in, as it's obviously women versus women, men versus men, applies the mooter lock uh, to Stratton. And then there's a big double hand chop from Chase as both are in the ring, stomping down on Tiffany and Waller. And they both say in English and Japanese that was a teachable moment. Waller then assists Stratton, like flipping her into a standing moonsault onto Saray, which looked pretty nice. Yeah, that was impressive. And then hits uh, Waller hits his elbow drop off the second rope to uh, to chase here, but Saray breaks up the cover, and now Saray is all over t- Tiffany Stratton. She hits her crazy drop kick to the- Waller in the ropes. Um, but then turns around and Tiffany attacks her from behind uh, and hits her twisting Vader bomb. Uh, what did you decide to call this thing? 
I mean, they still they still haven't given yeah. me. I mean, the paycheck makes sense. It and looks really, and this might might be the nicest she's hit it actually. It's look, awesome. Look yeah. really, it's smooth. a sweet looking move. Um, and then as she's going for the pin, Bodie on the outside is blowing the air horn, and Saray gets to the ropes. Uh, so Stratton now takes out Hayward with the plancher to the outside, and then as she gets back in the ring, Saray rolls her up and stacks her to pick up the win here. Yeah, uh, honestly, Tiffany kind of showed up. There was a mm. lot of spots in a row of different sequences that she was nailing here with the planchet to the outside on Bodie. That looks sweet. The corkscrew thing looks sweet. Uh, I'm, I'm super impressed. Tif- Tiffany Stratton makes it happen. Oh, yeah. For me, definitely. I, I could see her being a big deal in WWE. I actually enjoyed this way more than I thought it was going me to. Me too. I thought this me was too. really entertaining. Um NXT actually have done a good job with mixed tags uh, over the years because they they do a nice job of getting the women have their spots in on the men. If you think back to like the Gargano, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, yeah, Candice stuff we used to have, and I think the Airhorn stuff is goofy and I'm not a big fan. But seeing Tiffany hit that plancher to Bodie was pretty cool. Um, the like Saray's death drop kick to Waller I thought was pretty cool. And I, th- I thought the stars of this match were Saray and Stratton here. I thought both were really good. Um, Me too. It, get Chase, I just wish she wasn't wrestling in this stuff. I wish she had like a Chase U singlet or something, mm. not just in his sweater. Yeah, I don't like dudes wearing just normal no, clothes. Because you see him and it's like, oh, you can actually hit some, do some wrestling yeah. here. And, uh, but no, I, I thought this was pretty entertaining. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I, than I thought I would too, so... Credit to them, but I do. I am impressed with Saray. I don't know what they do with her after mm. that. Like, where do you go with her? I, I could not. I could see her not being in WWE for that long because I, I just don't know if they have the the trust or even the, just what to do. With, yeah, there's a lot of characters and wrestlers that they're just like sitting on because they just don't know where to go with. Whereas Tiffany Stratton is still kind of green, but very impressive as well. I mean, I think, I think get get the title eventually on Cora Jade. I. I wouldn't mind seeing a little Cora Jade Saray feud, even if it is two baby faces going at it. I think yeah. the matches could be way better than anyone against Mandy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm always impressed by Tiffany because, of course, she's got the like classic, you know, good-looking star that WWE always goes after and always wants to push and stuff. But the wrestling was there, and somewhat of this character like does work. The annoying daddy's rich girl thing is something that could work. And this girl's only had like. What less than twenty matches or something? And That's she's, crazy. She looks better every single week. Every I time think. she wrestles, she looks better for sure. Comparing it to like the first time or few first few times we saw her wrestle on TV, yeah, definitely. She nine should, matches. That's crazy. She should cut a promo being like, "People calling me green. You're damn right. I'm green. Green like money. Yeah. Just keep doing the money stuff because that always works. The money clip. She does. She didn't use in this match. I don't think. No. But she uses. She needs the name for the twisting thing, the paycheck or anything like that. Just keep going with the that aspect, the clueless aspect. I think it'll work. I honestly. think so. Yeah. And she's got nice wrestling boots. I do like her boots. Yeah, they're very nice. The socks underneath. They're like very nice. Flair, yeah. They're like, uh, like a baby blue green kind of thing. That's it. Baby like baby blue? Baby green. Yeah, it's turquoise. Like a green yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Shout out her boots. I used to have headphones, same color. Lost them. Um, we go backstage to Von Wagner because it's come Tuesday. Whoa, what's he doing here? I thought he was. I thought it was come NXT UK 
Tuesday or come Thursday come or Thursday. whatever the fuck that show's on. Yeah, that's cr- he's back. Yeah, I guess we can't call him Von Wagner anymore. We need to call him Sir Von Wagner. Sir Von. <laughs> Got Sir Von with Mister. Fuck, what's his name? Uh, they changed his name, Rob, right? Robbie. E. Robbie. What's the name? <laughs> Stone, Mister Stone. There we go. Um, they changed his name to just just Mr. Mr. Stone okay, now. Yeah, right. Um, and Mackenzie questions like about what's happened with Jiro and all of this, and Mr. Stone takes over and says, "Look, if you step to Von Wagner, you will be Ikeman Jiro and are on the shelf. If you step to Von Wagner, you will be like Brooks Jensen and eight weeks on the shelf." And then, as he's cutting this promo, Jiro jumps Von, attacking him. And you get a big pull apart between the two. Uh, Von looked very intense here. A lot of people told the two back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have preferred if now Von is like cultured because he's traveled from tea. But he's to, just there to, sipping tea. He's got Mr. tea. Stone. He's got a monocle. <laughs> and they're like, uh, Stone, uh, what Because he refuses to talk. He like hands the mic. He yeah. like pushes the mic over to Stone and then Stone talks. Where He's like, like, nope, I tried this before. People <laughs> made fun of me. That's why I've got you here. <laughs> yeah. Tea Tuesday. Like, just start doing all this. Like, I'm a man. Because he says it's Von. He didn't say it this week. Thank fuck. Because I hate the, this is Von Wagner's world. But he could have leaned into, or Stone could have made a line like, it's Von Wagner's world and he's well-traveled. Like, he's been <laughs> everywhere now. In the UK. Yeah. Like, send Von to, like, indie feds and have him squash guys and be like, look, this guy's the future. Like, I remember Evolve. Yeah, remember you could have done stuff like that, uh, Von Wagner. I'm still putting all my my horses behind. I need He's I need more wrestler. <laughs> incredible wrestler, Von Wagner. I I didn't mind the pull apart here. I like seeing Jiro being serious finally. Like so, um, I wish they both looked intense and fired up. So. Yeah, Von is always like making yeah doing Swiss, ah, ah, like weird things with his mouth, but it's okay. <laughs> um, I I wish Stone said like Jiro, you made a big mistake. We're gonna throw you Vaughn's gonna throw, throw you, you even further Vaughn's gonna throw you even further that you're gonna be gone just like your buddy Kushida <laughs> that's what's gonna happen to you they can't mention his name anymore no they're no, not allowed to do that not yeah. allowed uh yeah I want British Von Wagner go full Brit accent and everything well he doesn't really talk so that's probably a good thing not to but like use like British terms like I don't know dress differently yeah. act like I went to like he he's like the one the, those people you see on Instagram or Facebook, like I went to Florida for a week and like Miami, I can't wait to go back. Oh my God, <laughs> Miami! His will be London. Like I Hackney. Am, is that his Hackney? That that warehouse off the motorway in Hackney. <laughs> is that where that place I just, is? Yeah, it's a fucking shithole. <laughs> he just really wants to go back there. He's just like London. I'm British. <laughs> like I need him to start talking all about like everything. I want him to. Uh, again, I want a monocle, Union Jack tights. Like he should start hanging out with the grizzled young vets. I mean, are, wait, are they still even here? I can't remember. I don't know if they're no, still they're here. No, they're still. They they dropped their names. Remember? I don't know if they're, they're still here. James and Zach now, aren't they? Team Von Wagner with Pretty Deadly, and they give him a makeover yeah, okay. with with Stone as their as their leader, that and could he, work. he's their muscle. Yeah. And like they teach him, yes, boy, and like all this, <laughs> this British shit. They take him to get like tans. They take him to get like nails done. Because since I've come back to Canada, yeah. there have been a few times that I've said things, and people have like don't know what I've said. Yeah, like I'll be, I'll talk too quickly and say something 
British or whatever, yeah. which I kind of got rid of all of that. And yeah, it's just, it's funny. Like a couple of times people have been like, sorry, what? It's like, oh, but I also had that when I went back to the UK, I'd right. say like, even just ordering a coffee, give my order and they'd be like, what? A double, double. A what? <laughs> No, you did, you did, you came back after three months of being in the UK, and then like the second day, you said something like, Oh, I got me a pack of crisp up in there. And I was like, What the <laughs> fuck did you just say? <laughs> Hello, governor. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I want Von, Von Wagner to start doing that. <laughs> It'd be great. Because, uh, like, you know, I saw the Cody Rhodes Stone Cold thing where he's talking about dashing. Right. And stuff like that. And I always thought that, the, in a weird, strange way, the dashing thing was based on. Uh, American Psycho, mm. one of my all-time favorite movies. And then in the interview, he's like, oh, actually, I based it on that. I was like, okay, that makes so much sense to me because he definitely took mm. it. Whereas you could do stuff like that where, like, Vaughn is is with Stone. Stone needs to teach him how to not wear socks with his loafers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do more of yeah. that. The, 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 the Vaughn, we already know Vaughn's not good at talking because he's always just, ah, and stuff like that. Calm it down and have him actual wrestle. I think there is a potential. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brain, but you've like you shit on a lot of this show, and then you're saying I love Von. I want to see a, a vignette Von. where Robert Stone is showing Von Wagner to not wear oh, socks with oh, his shoes. And then you want to go farther? You want to go farther? <laughs> like, look, we got the Italian mafia. We got the what? The oh, Mexican this guy gang. looks like a mob leader for sure. Yeah, so he could be the Peaky Blinders with the, the with pretty Butch. deadly. <laughs> oh yeah, that's sorry, that's Peaky Blinders. Yeah, fuck, they're already on the main roster. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, uh, I don't think Von Wagner is British, but I He's want, not. <laughs> I want him to act British. Dude has one match in the UK. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sir Von. We go to our next match. It's part of the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament first round. Ariana Grace, um, Baby Morella, right? Yeah, not Santina. Yeah, she didn't call herself that, no. but Ariana Grande. Yep. Uh, taking on Nikita Lyons, who we're all familiar with by this point. Um, and we get a little kind of insert promo from uh, Ariana Grace here saying that she's um, trained in a lot of like martial arts. She's done jujitsu and she's won beauty pageants. So she's got a lot going for her. And she's from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Yeah. I think more so Mississauga, Mississauga but that's all right. Yeah. Shout out Mississauga. Shout out Mississauga. The party Saga. next door. And they go for a handshake uh, right away, but Grace punches Nikita in the face. She's going to bring it all to her. Lions kind of laughs this off and kicks Grace back. And now Grace keeps on going for these arm bars, and uh, she applies one but gets picked up in a powerbomb from Lions. Uh, Grace continues to work the arm and then applies an Anaconda Vice, or should we say uh, Anaconda Grace? Anaconda Grace, or, Ariana Vice. Ariana Vice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, Nikita comes back with a series of roundhouse kicks and a German suplex. Um, finally hits her spinning back kick to the chin, followed by the split leg drop for the win. Yeah, I mean, there was some cool offense from Ariana here, kind of showing what she is capable mm. of. And I think I think she'll be a great addition to NXT here. Of course, you knew Nikita was going to go over just... Because you could see Nikita win the... She's the veteran. Yeah, yeah the vet, like... yeah. Uh, I, I, I wasn't, like, I didn't think this was bad by any means. Uh, the only thing I still am iffy on is that leg drop finish. Because I know she super kicks them first, so they're already, like, 
speed up and then she does it's it. It's almost like a taunt. Yeah, it's like an insult. You know, yeah. yeah, it's like an insult to injury kind of thing. But yeah, this was quick, but it, it served its purpose. I thought I thought this did a good job of they gave Ariana Grace a lot here and showed that she's got this kind of submission martial arts yeah. background to her. I thought this was a better showcase for her than the first match was for Sloan. Yeah. I, I thought this showcased Ariana well. Um but of course, Nikita's going to move forward, and I, I imagine she'll be in the final. Um, I think the finals will be what Nikita, Nikita Perez versus Perez. Yeah, Which could be pretty so. good. Yeah. So we've got next uh, in the next round. It will be Fallon taking on Nikita Lyons, which I hope oh. they give them a little bit more time because, um, yeah, like I've liked both. So yeah, be good. Um, we then. Uh, get a video package which is hyping up the main event between uh, it's kind of showing us stuff we've already seen with the diary of Cora Jade and all this but I do like if you've got like a big main event they kind of made this feel like a big deal tonight with these video packages and stuff in the diary of Jade yeah if she gets the WWE call up main roster call up they're gonna call her Jade just Jade they already have we already have a Jade in AEW because they cut everyone's names, right? They, they can't just call Jade her Cora. Jade? Don't we have Jade? <laughs> right. I think we meant just one name. Yeah, Jade. yeah, exactly. Wasn't Mia Yim Jade as well? Oh, yeah. She yeah. was, wasn't she? Or just yeah. Cora. Cora. Good breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get an uh, interview from the Viking Raiders, uh, and they say, We respect the Creed brothers for not wanting to accept a tainted victory. And it's hard to find people with respect and honor in this business. But next week, we put respect and honor out the window. We have never tasted defeat in NXT. And next week, Ragnarok awaits. Rah! It's a good movie. Yeah. Good, probably the best Thor movie until the new one comes out. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale. I do like the first Thor the first Thor is good, but like Ragnarok, I wasn't even hype about fun. it. And then I watched it and I was like, it's pretty good. I never knew that word. I never heard that word until that movie. And now I hear yeah, that word time. all the time. What does it even mean? I had some Viking shit. <sighs> yeah. I want to, I want to see the Northman, mm. the Northman. I like these the Viking Raiders. They're so goofy on the main roster, but in this setting, it almost feels like you're just watching eighties WWF, like sure. demolition. Legion of Doom kind of thing. I, I always love these they're guys. I mean, the, the the match last week just proved it again that I still think they're great. Yeah, WWE is totally WWE'd them, but these guys are probably making more money than they've ever. They're more famous than they ever were. They don't really need to work that mm. hard. They, they're like the Nakamura of tag teams now. They're yeah. like, yeah, cool. You need us to go into NXT? Sure, all right. Ivar, I'll do a cartwheel sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's huge. It's impressive. I, I love them, and I do still think that there is time to kind of make them a, a bigger deal in WWE, even though they've made them look like goofs. Um, but right. that match sounds great next week. The rematch? Like, between... The creeds and them, like, yo, give them even more time than last week. Let them kill each other. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And hopefully, uh, well, I imagine Wolf uh, Roddy will be involved. So. Ah, you better yeah. not. Well, next week, uh, we have Tony D'Angelo versus Santos Escobar. We've got Bron Breaker answering Joe Gacy's invitation. Solo and Grimes versus Trick and Mellow. And Viking Raiders versus Creed Brothers. So it could be some good stuff next week. I expect more in the women's tournament. The breakout, probably. yeah, for sure. Um, but we go to our main event. It's been built for quite a few weeks now. Natalia 
versus Cora Jade, uh, the match Cora always wanted to have. The skater girl versus the boat. Yeah. Skater boat. Skater boat. Yeah. Um, they're talking about Natalia's three Guinness World Records um, and uh, that she's wanting to break the record of... The Rock. Shortest... So The Rock. So I think it was what... She, like, Aaliyah broke her record of match time. Yeah. Um, but The Rock's got the WrestleMania record, I think. Of sh- shortest match? Or? I think it was six seconds or okay. 16 seconds oh, I didn't, against didn't even, Rowan. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. But that was a WrestleMania record. But okay. they're wanting Natalia to break Aaliyah's, what was it, 317? I don't think you're breaking that. Yeah. I don't think that's ever being broken. No. Uh, shout out Aaliyah. Chick from the six. Yeah, absolutely. NXT legend. And they're building this up and like the bell just rings as they're like halfway... Explaining this Guinness Book Records and Wade just goes, well, the bell's already rung, Vic. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. It's, 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 not, over. it's not happening tonight. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, yeah, just some like classic wrestling to start with, both trying to outdo each other. Natty uh, gets put in a, in a head scissors and kips up out of it. Then Cora gets put in a head scissors and she kips up out of it. There's then a step up Rana from Cora Jade. And then uh, Natalia applies a surfboard, but Cora slips out of it and delivers a drop kick to the face of Natalia. Natty then shoves Cora to the mat. She's getting frustrated, so just shoves her down. And Cora comes right back with a big old slap across the face. It's now getting nastier. Cora tries to slip through Natty's legs, but gets picked up for a powerbomb, which Cora counters into an arm drag and then delivers a big knee strike to the face in the ropes to Natalia, followed by a tornado DDT, just planting Natty's face to the mat here. This looked pretty good. Looked really nice. Cora then goes for sliced bread, but Natty rolls it through for a sharpshooter attempt, which Cora slips out of, and as she gets up, she eats the discus lariat from Natty. Natty by nature. Is that what she calls it? Yeah. For a two count. There's then a suplex into the turnbuckle from Natty, and Jade, kind of her knee bounces off the turnbuckle, so now she's favouring that, and this allows Natty to just start working on the leg of Jade. She wraps it around the ring post repeatedly, uh, goes for the figure four around the ring post, but Cora fights out and drags Natty's face into the post, escaping. There's then a double stomp to the back, but Natty kicks out. And this time, Jade hits Slice Bread, goes for a pin attempt, but this gets rolled through. They're both trading these pin attempts, and now Cora tries a sharpshooter of her own. She locks it in, but Cora's knee buckles. And then Cora goes up top for the senton, but her knee gives out again, allowing Natty to lock in the sharpshooter in the middle of the ring. Jade is struggling, getting to one side, almost grabbing the ropes, but gets dragged back into the middle. Then Cora tries to go for another rope, but gets dragged back into the middle. And this time, Natty sits into the sharpshooter. And the ref is asking, if you're tapping, are you tapping? And, well, Cora Jade passes out. She gets that stone-cold treatment against her heart. Um, And Natalia wins. And after the match... Natty offers her hand to Cora, and Cora looks a little skeptical about it, but they shake hands, respect at the end. Yeah, I thought this was great. This was really good. It had back and forth action that were was matched. I mean, like Cora, yeah, you're really young and you're really new, and the whole thing is you're looking up to this 
person that sorry you this is you're fighting someone that you used to look up to and here you are doing all their moves matching them like the kip ups the the counters and pin attempts and even a sharpshooter from Korra which looked pretty good as well this was easily the best Jade has looked uh, I think so, in yeah. WWE at least what I've seen from Cora Jade and I thought she looked fantastic and yeah I think there is uh, there needs to be the push for her. This shows that, like this, th- th- obviously they could do a rematch of this angle. One nitpicking thing was she she didn't tap out, but she's like in agony and then does the pass out. Mm. But then the ref goes, "Hey, like, what are we doing?" And then she wakes back up and goes. I'm, I'm not tapping. I'm, I'm, doing, the I'm doing the bit. I'm doing the thing. Okay, ready? And then go. It's like, pretend you're asleep. Yeah. Pretend you're asleep. And then she does it. And then he goes, oh my God, she's out. We got to ring the bell. That's nitpicking. I love this match. I really like this. Um, it's, uh, I thought Cora Jade looked great. I'm not as high up on Natalia as other people are. but Tell I, me. Tell me you love Natty. The boat. I thought, no, I thought she was great here. I thought worked really well with Cora Jade. I loved the... The story of this, like, gatekeeper, they kept on calling Natalia, and Cora really trying to, like, prove herself and ultimately just earn her respect more than anything, which she got. Um, It got time as well. I I don't know the exact time for it, but I didn't feel shortchanged, which I sometimes do. And actually, I think that's something we've said the last couple of weeks on NXT. They've... The big matches have had a bit more time. Yeah. Whereas there was that long run of you get excited for a match and then you'd have the entrances and a minute and a break and then it would kind of end. I didn't feel that with this and I haven't felt that the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I think Cora Jade, like, they've got to really fuck up something to mess up this yeah. character because I, I think she's she's proved herself in the ring. I think you need to kind of capitalize her on her while she's so young, Mm -hmm. because I think she's so marketable to a different type of audience um, on the main roster. I I can see her moving up pretty quick. Yeah, I love the wrestling. This is one of the better Natty matches in quite a long time. One of her best matches. I thought everything made sense. The story was good for the weeks of build-up and just everything. Even the the finish was like a good idea. It it kept Cora. She didn't tap out. So, you know, you could do a rematch. You could say, I didn't tap out. And Natty's saying, they always tap in the end. Yeah, she's like, they tap. She didn't tap. She didn't tap. tap. And then she's like, oh, okay. So then the respect angle there. Uh, for sure. This is why I keep my signed Natty headshot on our fridge <laughs> at all times because she's the boat. She's the boat. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the one thing, another nitpicking thing is Cora, I guess it's like part of the marketable of the character. Get rid of the skateboard or get lessons. One lesson. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't even ride it for one second. You ride it lesser time than Aaliyah pin Natty. It like, seems to be getting even shorter. <laughs> she's now. not even on it. She yeah. just carries it and throws it and like, look, I skated. And then like comes out. It's like, ah, you, do you need that? I don't know if you need that anymore. It's on her Titan Tron at the skateboard yeah. c- or cartoon animations. It's like, okay, maybe eventually she'll, she'll move away from that. Cause I do genuinely not believe she's a skater, but that's okay. Cause yeah. it would, it would be cool to introduce that into something, but. Hey, if not, I don't think she needs it anymore. I already think she's. I think it's better. That. The thing is, if if you're not confident on it, Darby's obviously skated all his life. He's very sure. comfortable on it. Um, it's like, I mean, it could be a shock master moment, couldn't it? If you eat shit, like going down the ramp, yeah, like Titus O'Neil kind of thing, right? And you don't want that to happen, which is probably why they don't let her, or she doesn't let herself go too far with it, just yeah. in case something happens, and just don't have it. 
Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. But it's I love. It's not like she uses that as a weapon. No, even it's, it's like not it's, part of her it, character. It's anymore. not needed. Yeah. She, I think she's got enough going. For, she appeals. I think to, like, I, I I mean I see on Twitter and stuff that like she's got a lot of like young fans, fans. and things. Uh, I think she's great. Um, no, I love this. This is easily the match of the night on this show. But I think so. A uh, highlight for sure uh, uh, of this show. I'd say this is a couple of weeks in a row now where I think the women have really stood out. Like it was a very like women heavy show again and i think uh wwe still has the best women's division out there and all these new talents these new names they're starting to really become kind of nxt regulars now like a lot of these characters are it's taken time but uh, since that first like nxt 2.0 where we're going who the fuck is everyone yeah and i think of especially the women are like really quite good now and i'm i'm impressed like, I thought Tiffany Saray really stood out, and the main event I really liked. Girl power. Girl power. 100%. More of it. Just make it the women's show. Fuck it. It almost seemed like this would be the one episode that they were like, hey, it's only women on. I, yeah. thought, I thought that's what they were kind of going with. They almost did kind of feel like that. No, you, you're right. I, I, I really like this match. Natty and Cora J definitely delivered, and I, I would say re- recommend checking it out if you haven't. But um, I could see Jade being a pretty big star here in WWE as well. She should definitely be the – I mean, we said it – when she had the first title opportunity, then it turned into the multi-person match. She should be the one to take the title from Mandalorian. Absolutely. And I think this is a good kind of, like, distraction from the title. Right. Before she goes back to that. I mean, could we get another match? Could this be the Sammy Cesaro of 2022? That's right. It could be. Nancy Two out of three Jay. falls. Submission match. Yeah. Something like I that. I quit. I quit match. Like she never or they quit. could be friends and face toxic together. Yeah. You know? I'd be interested in in seeing this again on yeah. a app in your house, maybe. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Well, that was NXT. That was NXT. That was NXT. Yeah, overall, there's always stuff on the show that I just hate and I think is the drizzling shits. More specifically, Joe Gacy and that whole angle and the druids and the kidnapping and the glitchy effects on the screen that don't make any sense to the the thing at all. And then the ki- there's so many kidnappings. The mafia stuff definitely makes me laugh. I don't know if I hate it or I love it. I'm definitely in the middle somewhere. Uh, but, but for me, some of the wrestling definitely stood out. I was, I was impressed with Stratton and Saray in that mix tag and Cora and Natty definitely brought it. Yeah. I enjoyed this week's show. Yeah. Um, the, the Gacy stuff was, wasn't long. It didn't kind of dominate the whole show. Sure. It was a lot more wrestling heavy. Oh, forgot to mention, uh, toxic attraction, um, ridiculed Indy Hartwell. On oh yeah. Cup. They were saying, uh, like they, they said it in a way like, Oh, I can't understand how it would feel to be like in your shoes, uh, in your shoes because her man, they say her man left your man left you. And then no, I can't imagine what it'll be like to be in your shoes. Cause no man would ever, leave no me. man ever leaves me. <laughs> and then they're like, Oh, cause she leaves all the men. <laughs> and then yeah. they walk off. So maybe Indy versus Mandy is something that they're yeah. going towards. Which we've wanted an indie singles run for a while, so yeah, yeah that could be that could be cool. Yeah, hey, indie's great, and she's been in the way, she's been in the tag thing, she's always just kind of been chilling off to the side. When I do think there's I, a lot there. It's a shame. I mean, we before these releases happened, we were saying we kind of want indie to break off away from this silly shit now. Yeah, as good as she is at it, and it's a shame it had to happen this way with these releases. Yeah, but it could be a good thing for her. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I could see that match happening too. We've got 
Uh, one piece of feedback this week. Okay. Uh, we always throw up the feedback thread on our Facebook group. So search for Up Next Group on Facebook. Or if you don't like the Zuckerberg, uh, you can sign up to the Post Wrestling Forum and leave your forum, uh, your comments there as well. Um, but we've got a piece of feedback from Dylan this week who says, Super cool that the show was so centered on female talent tonight and they didn't have to advertise it as some NXT special attraction. I like Kemp in Diamond Mine and laughed a ton at Saray transforming Bodhi and Chase with her. As a vet student currently on my large animal medicine rotation, I had to root for the horse girl. Biggest downside tonight was Gacy kind of being back to the woke thing, sorta. I prefer he do that gimmick over the spooky BS, but this halfway in between is worse. Hopefully it's just an odd part of a course correction. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you are. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's what you guys thought. Just one person writing in. There was a lot of there's a lot of sports going on. A lot tonight. of playoffs. I mean, tonight. even us. We're not real yeah. sports fans, but we were like, oh, we wish we were watching the Leafs, and they won. They won. So that's all right, uh, guys. Thanks so much for listening to us chat all about NXT. Of course, we'll be back next week to do it all over again. We also chat about AEW Dynamite on BDE Elite, which we will be going live on Thursday, this Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern time to record the show, and then we'll put it up on this free feed as well. And if you like free feed stuff well there's shot in the dark with john Cena chatting all about all the other wrestling out there including he does a lot of reports for postwrestling.com which you should check out as well because he covers everything we watched uh, josh alexander ishii because he said it was really good and he was oh, right yeah that was great that was a you banger of a match. last night awesome yeah. match so, from uh impact under siege under siege yeah, yeah. really like that uh so go check out shot in the dark of course bd elite will be back and then hey you want to hear more of us patreon.com slash up next all these podcasts retro nxt reviews retro pay-per-view reviews best match ever Everything is up there. There's so many different things. It's five bucks and you get access to like 400 and something podcasts instantly. So go check that out. There's so many things up on the Patreon and it's only five bucks to help support us. Yeah, that's it. And that's it. That's all at up next, uh, at up next podcast on Twitter and the Facebook group and the page and all that stuff as well. I myself, Braden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. I'm at the Bray. D. And I'm at Davey Portman. Take care, goodbye, be safe, and go Leafs. Go. Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar 
or pie made with fresh, cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.